0: Welcome to the Created to Flourish podcast, where we'll explore the believer's call to respond to great global need. In each episode, we'll be reading a chapter from a book called Created to Flourish, co-authored by Peter Greer and Phil Smith, and we'll examine how employment-based solutions empower families to use their God-given abilities to serve their communities. I'm your host, Hannah Ruth, Hope International's Regional Representative in Minnesota. In our final episode, we'll share one last story of flourishing from the Democratic Republic of Congo. If you're just joining the podcast, we'd recommend going back and starting from episode one and listening to the episodes in order. Let's dive in.
1: Conclusion. Celebrating with Goats. Written by Peter Greer. After a 24-hour journey from Washington, D.C. to Lubumbashi, Democratic Republic of Congo, Missions committee members from Willowdale Chapel and I strapped on the seatbelts of a Toyota Land Cruiser for a brain-rattling journey to a small village named Lubanda. Lubanda is located near Congolese mines that are infamous for extracting diamonds and coltanite, a mineral used in cell phones and playstations. We were visiting this village because of a man affectionately called Monsieur Labie. In this small village that didn't have indoor plumbing or electricity, Monsieur Labi radiated contagious joy with his exuberant smile. The spring in his step made him seem taller than his five-foot-five five stature. When he welcomed our team at his small brick church, he stated, Today is a very special day for Lubanda. Thank you for coming. With grand fanfare in front of the village chief and hundreds of children, Monsieur Labi said their village wanted to provide us with a gift. Four village elders appeared from the side of the building carrying two grown goats, feet tied and bleeding uncontrollably. The elders handed me one of the goats, and I held it awkwardly, trying to show my gratefulness for this special gift and masking my uneasiness in holding a squirming goat. In Lubanda, goats cost around $50. There was no doubt that this was sacrificial giving. Village members were obviously among the 77 percent of Congolese who live on less than a dollar ninety per day. As if this gift were not enough, we entered Monsieur Labi's home, where our hands were washed in a small bucket as an elderly woman poured water from a plastic cup. This cup became her drinking cup. Moments later, we ate fufu, the cassava-based staple, rice, and chicken, and we drank pineapple soda. Why such a warm welcome? Why such sacrificial giving? And why such joy? Monsieur Labie knew that our visit to Lubanda marked the beginning of a new partnership. Hope International was beginning to provide small loans and biblically-based education to entrepreneurs in the village. He knew that these loans and training had the potential to radically change lives and alleviate severe poverty. He knew that these services would be a tangible demonstration and verbal proclamation of a God who sees and responds to men and women in poverty. As we walked around his village, I pressed him for why he believed these loans were going to have such a positive impact on his village. I questioned why he was so grateful that we were beginning operations in Lubanda. His response was simple. I know this will help our people. The more we spoke the more I saw joy in his life, that mysterious joy that defies circumstance, joy in giving, joy in serving, joy in believing that tomorrow has the potential to be better than today, joy that flowed from a relationship with his creator, joy in a place that you might not expect to find it. His joy overflowed to his community and to our small group of invited guests. Receiving a goat and eating fufu with our hands was unforgettable. But the greatest gift Monsieur l'Abi lavishly gave us was his example of how joy, dignity, and deep satisfaction can be found and shared in every setting. This evidence of joy is just one more example of why we passionately believe that SCAs, MFIs, and other employment-based solutions are working. They work because they unlock the potential of families in poverty they work because they empower entrepreneurs to make a difference in their communities. They work because a hand-up is better than a handout. They work because they foster lasting relationships that address physical and spiritual poverty. They work because they produce joy and dignity, antidotes to dependency and despair. Given these tools, the last remaining question is whether we, the Church and Christians in the West, are going to use them. We are optimistic that this generation will move beyond complacency and good intentions to thoughtful action that will have lasting results. And we hope that in so doing, the Church will be marked by humility and gratitude as we take part in the global mission of seeing families flourish.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Created to Flourish podcast. This podcast is a production of Hope International a global nonprofit that responds to the call to serve those living in poverty by providing discipleship, biblically-based training, a safe place to save, and small business loans. If you're interested in learning more about Hope International, we invite you to check out Hope's website, www.hopeinternational.org.